Episode 85, what a time to be alive, Podnam. It's 2016 over here. It's what year is it over there? It's uh, 2016, 8.31 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Well, you didn't give the day, but that's all right. 2016 and uh, first pod of Brooklyn Rebound Prime in a little while, huh? It's, it's been a long time. We, we shouldn't have left you, but we did. And when you say you, you're talking about the fans, right? The listeners? Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad. Um, you know, I, I was in hiatus. I was in the countryside, in a real America, in uh, Louisville, Kentucky, for a little bit, catching up on my college basketball. Oh, you're d- we, you and Ashley Judd were hanging out watching some Kentucky hoops? No, it was me and Patino watching um, a lot of uh, yeah, yeah. attractive female ladies uh, play basketball one-on-one with uh, the Louisville basketball team. I hope you didn't have to make any trips, uh, any side trips to the clinic or anything, right? Uh, no, no, but I was just there for uh, penmanship. That's it. That's it. Oh, okay. So anyway, though, over here, I've been doing, I've been keeping these Mr. Irrelevant pods going out weekly. So if you want your nipple fix, you got to make sure you, uh... If you're subscribed to the Brooklyn Rebound feed, as you should be, you've been getting that hot nipple talk. But we're back to talk some loops, right, Padna? Hoops and troops. And I guess we should mention we are, uh, we're talking these hoops and possibly troops, I guess. We are going cross, uh, cross studio, cross borough right now, in fact. We are across borough because you're in a, you're in the, this is the first time ever where you're in another studio and I'm in another studio. How does that work? Well, I'm just over here in, in Brooklyn Rebound Studio B, which is not a, a Brooklyn-based studio, but uh, where are you exactly, Podnam? You're in a uh, good old... Well, as you can see, uh, and probably the listeners can't see because... No, they can't because they're... This uh, is audio. I'm hanging out with the Avengers. Uh, Iron Man's here. Um, Iron Man poster Podnam is holding up. And also, we don't have that in Studio B. And also, Hulk. We don't have that in Studio B. Where could Enon be? And wait a minute. A Brooklyn Nets ball. What? What? What say you, Padre? Uh, I think I, I'm gonna say, are you in? Are you in Brooklyn Rebound Studio A? We in the studio A. Yeah, that that that'd be correct. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So we're going Studio A to Studio B right now, and we're still doing it and doing it right. We are doing it right, and the only thing that would make this even more exciting if Ella Cool J from Queens jumped in on this conversation. Uh, let's see if he... Well, no, we're, we're in two boroughs, but Queens isn't one of them, so I don't think we can get him. Uh, no. Well, we could dream, right? We could. Is that a reference, a Cool J reference I'm not picking up on? D- doing it and doing it and doing it well. No, I got that, but is We Can Dream a reference? No, I I just wanted to dream of LL Cool J. Is that is that wrong? No, it's if that's wrong, you don't want to be right. I know that pod now. Yeah. Now l- listen, this is uh, ostensibly a Nets podcast, right? Yeah, it, it's all about these uh, Brooklyn Nets, and 
since we're talking about Nets, this is episode 85, as we stated, we need to talk about the state of this. Because the last time we had an update on these guys, it's been like, I don't know. A couple weeks, like almost a month, probably, honestly. And what has changed since then, you ask listeners? Uh, <laughs> I hear them asking, I think. Uh, well, a couple things we have changed. The main thing that has changed is the Nets themselves have gotten to, get ready for this, double-digit wins for the season oh, but it's not even halfway through the season yet is it nope so that's a that's an accomplishment in itself congrats What's their nets current record as we as we do this their current record is 10 and 23 okay so that's uh 33 games into the season yeah so not even halfway yet yeah we need a, about uh seven or eight more games to be halfway yeah so they're ahead of my expectation maybe that means Whatever they're doing is obviously working uh, because they're out of your expectations. Now, in terms of my uh, expectations, I, I mean, I don't know what the math was, but I wasn't high on them preseason. Yeah, I no. think you were a bit higher when we did our predictions. Well, I, but. well, I had to be foolishly. I was, and I still think this team still has a chance. But let's get into the bigger news. You know how I like to talk about jacking off all the time on this podcast, and you like to watch. Jacking off heaven, of course, as well. Yeah, those those two things, uh, exclusively. Is on on TV, you know, everywhere you can watch it. But is there has is something uh, come in between your jacking off plans? Yeah, there's been a tear uh, in my jacking off plans, uh, an MCL ACL tear for Jared Jack, who is now oh. gone. Going the ACL and the EMCO, huh? I didn't. I thought it was just the ACL. Well, maybe I'm making up the EMCO part because I sprained my EMCO. Well, I don't know. I mean, you was so. It, did it happen in the win against the Celtics the other day? It did. It did. And currently, right now, the Celtics and Nets are playing. But guess who's DVR in the game? This guy. That's how dedicated I am to you, listeners. I'm not going to watch the Nets game right now to talk to you. So, so the Nets are currently playing in Barclays, right down the road from Studio A there, um, mm-hmm. against those same Celtics who they played the other night. We're talking about the game they played, what, in Boston, I suppose, then. Yes, and they haven't won in Boston all year. They only get to play two times, and they did it. They beat them. And not only that, they beat them by trying to turn over the game, give the game to the Celtics maybe four times over. They turned over they, the, the ball excessively. They wouldn't take it, though, huh? Celtics didn't want it. They just were like, you know what? Let me miss some three-pointers, and we're not going to convert on these shots towards the end of the game and give you guys a W. So they were very generous in that since they have our draft pick. So, um, well, maybe we'll check in on a a bit uh, and see what happens in the the Nets' uh, second half of that Nets' seize game. But uh, what else has been happening before these Boston series? Uh, The past couple of games before that, what's been going on with those Brooklyn Nets? Well, I mean, the highlight of it, and I forgot to mention – the Nets are currently undefeated in 2016. Not many teams can say that. But well, some probably can. Probably about all the teams that won the past two days or so. We're only a day or two in here. Yeah, thank you for pointing that out, Padre. Anyways, uh, going back to... You don't think that was relevant to point out? <laughs> no, I don't. The Magic, they played against right. the Magic uh, the, the game before that. I don't have the actual dates on these, but played the Magic. They lost in the last minute of the game. The... NBA league office came out and said there's a controversial call where Oladipo grabbed, I want to say it's Thad Young or someone, on the ground and didn't allow them to get up and call a timeout. So 
they're not going to be able to replay that game, but basically the, net, the NBA ref said, sorry, we have to, our bad. This is the second time this happened to the Nets. If you remember previously on the previous podcast, I talked about it with the Cleveland Cavaliers, where there's two crucial calls against the Nets uh, that right. were called. So why are the Nets the butt of these uh, two-minute reports right now, or the subject, I guess? Maybe butt, maybe both. I don't know. What do you think that the is? The butt of the two-minute joke, I guess. No, or, it's a, uh, I don't. It's a question, Padre. Right. I know. I'm just adding to what you're saying. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's. I guess the Nets are a team that doesn't get a lot of respect, and it seems to get more respect. Get the calls down the stretch, and they they don't have it. I mean, who's out there garnering that respect? Brooklyn Lopez, not really. I mean, Joe Johnson, I don't know. These well, guys aren't loved by the officials. They're not loved by the official, but you know what? Where, where they're not loved by the official, the NBA gives them, uh, you did a great job, stickers. And this week, Brooke Lopez was named NBA Player of the Week for the Nets going 2-1. and one. They beat the Heat the game before on the road. Huh. Heat won the top teams in the East. So this is, not, this is twice they've done it to the top East contenders. They almost did it at Cleveland. I mean, well, that's a that's a maybe possibility, but they did it to Chicago, they did it to Miami. They played well against Cleveland at Cleveland. Uh, they definitely have the pedigree to win on the road. They just cannot win consistently. So I'm optimistic mm-hmm. still with these ten Ws. I think they'll clean out tonight. In the Heat game, was, was anyone out for the Heat? Like Wade or not playing or something? Or, no, or they beat the full team. No, uh, Wade Wade was doing his thing, man. He was dancing around. Traveling with that European sidestep and everything, he was flopping, holding people's shoulders, popping them out of their shoulders, uh, okay. doing everything possible. Hassan Whiteside also had uh, a lot of putback dunks from Brook Lopez, not boxing out every time he showed Brooklyn up. Brooklyn doesn't box out a lot. No, he li- he doesn't like boxing out. He likes the ball coming straight to him. So that's how you usually, and if he's seven foot, he doesn't really have to do that much, right? So typically in that situation, I uh, guess not, but. So anyway, what what's on the what's the next uh, up next for the Nets? Who they got coming up? So they got uh, after tonight uh, at home. They got two more home games, and then they go to the road, and then they come back for another home stand. They got Toronto Wednesday night, uh, which I may be in attendance for. Friday, uh-huh. Friday Orlando's coming in. They definitely want to get that W against Orlando because Orlando's gotten away from them. The last game I mentioned. They got to go to Detroit, which is a very feisty team. We'll talk about that later in the podcast. Then they got a home stretch of San Antonio, the Knicks, and Portland. Okay, I mean that's some winnable games in there, I think. What would you say in those next six games, which is a lot to predict? Uh, I said Toronto, Orlando, Detroit, San Antonio, Knicks, and Portland. What's their record? I'll be optimistic and I'll give them a two and four in that stretch. That's a very optimistic pick. I like that. I was gonna go uh, three and three. But I'll, I think I'm – yeah, I'll, I'll stick with that 3-3. Three three. Um, now, we, right. we touched up on it, Jared Jack being out for the season. Yeah, no more jacking off. No more jacking uh, this off. This part of 2016, at least. Yeah, so the Nets are rumored to uh, apply for the disabled player exception where you can get at $3 million, uh on the cap without uh, holding it against you against a uh, luxury tax hold. And okay. – Jack has what, like a six million dollar contract or something? Yeah, he has a six million contract, and the next year, player uh, team option for team a option. buyout for five hundred, uh, I think half a million, so five hundred k, right? So it looks like the Nets' last game with Jared Jack or Jared Jack's last game, the Nets has happened already, uh, unfortunately. Oh. But with that being said, who's going to step up? Is it going to be Donald Sloan? 
Is it going to be Shane Larkin? Is it going to be Joe Johnson running the po- point? Bobo running the point? Uh, Who's it going to be? About, well, I don't know about Bobo or, or JoJo running the point. I mean, I, uh, what about your boy Larkin? That's who I was going to say. Well, Preseason, you were talking him up a bit, or you were interested in him, seeing how, what he's going to do, and now it's really in his hands here, huh? Yeah. Maybe well, Sloan gets, I'm sure Sloan gets some minutes, but, I mean, we know what he is. He's nothing special, so maybe Larkin can be good. We don't know yet. Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. There's a little uh, inside source that has told me that someone will be making the team for very nominal cost. And let's just say he doesn't vote left, but he votes right. Oh, your boy from the University of Connecticut, is, uh, who was a preseason uh, part of the Nets squad. They got they caught him, I guess, right? And they now ca- he's back, are you saying? They caught him, but they signed him to uh, you know a lot of partial guarantees, incentive contract to get him to that level, and then when they can cut him. But they every time he passed it until I think they made the trade or they signed Donald Sloan, who came out of nowhere. So Donald Sloan basically took his job. Now, now that Donald Sloan is going to be the primary backup, I would think Ryan Boatwright would be a good third string, you know, win-win situation for both opportunities. But they say he's undersized. What do you think? 6'2", former national champion. I mean, I, when I, the, the limited amount of time I saw him play at UConn, because I'm not a big college hoops guy, but the limited amount of time I did see, did seem impressive. Mean, he's got a pretty quick burst, right? Um, mm-hmm. He obviously, like you said, a champion, so he's got that going for him, that championship attitude maybe. Let me ask you, how is his uh, uh, how is his shooting? I'm not really sure on that regard. Well, can he put up? Can he fill it up or no? Yeah, I, I mean, he's got a similar game to Kemba Walker. Also well, undersized. Huh? Yeah, undersized, quick guard, uh, can shoot pretty quickly. Now, there's only one guard that can do it phenomenally well, and we already know the reigning MVP, Seth Curry. But quick guards that are undersized have to do that, right? They have to release a shot quickly. They have to get off these floaters. Get that separation, yeah. Right, right. So I think it's a win-win situation. Now, they're also, the Nets are active in trade talks, but there's no actually traction in that right now. I don't know what they have to offer. Maybe Joe Johnson, expiry contract. I mentioned that before. Uh, maybe back to the Cavaliers. Huh? Joe Johnson to the Cavaliers? Yeah. My Cleveland Cavaliers, who are currently playing the Raptors right now and, and winning. That would be interesting. I mean, I don't know. So what would the trade be, Joe Johnson, for Caps? I mean, what what's the exact trade you think would be? Well, I mean, I think we talked about it a little bit in the offseason. Uh, Anderson, Verigel. Verigel getting his, yeah, who's not even really playing. Mm-hmm. Getting him his uh, money off the bucks then. Yeah. And then uh, J.R. Smith and, and Iman, they're going to keep because that's LeBron's peeps. Uh, Tristan, they're going to keep. Delhi, they're going to keep. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. I don't think the Cavs really need Joe Johnson. To be well, right, let me put another rumor, rumor out there. On this team. Oh, not rumor. Inside source telling me right now in my ear. What's that source? What do you have? Studio A sources that are special that I don't get over here in Studio B? They'll come to you at some point. I, I had to send over uh, the. The feed is just slow, a little slower across right, the river. Right, right. So the Clippers have rumored to want to get rid of Lance Stevenson and Josh Smith. Uh, these are players that have always been rumored to go to Brooklyn that wanted to, and one's obviously from Brooklyn, Lance Stevenson. If you if you have a chance of not taking that long term contract for Lance Stevenson and getting rid of a, a lock and getting a winner on your team, Paul Pierce, who's played with with Joe Johnson, at least a score, a score can make an open shot down the stretch. And you worry about Chris Paul down the stretch. I think that's a great trade. You talk about Josh Smith and Lance yeah. Stevenson for Joe Johnson. 
I'm uh, I'm a little more in favor of that one. That one makes a little more sense to me than to the Cavs. So that'd be interesting. And yeah, I feel like the Clippers could use a Johnson type more um, with what they currently have. They need a little more scoring than they have. They need perimeter scoring. Those other veterans. Right. Right. They got Blake um, Griffin inside. Right. Well, you know what, Adnam, um, I'm a, I'm a little under the weather over here. I don't know if you noticed or anything, but I'm uh, sneezing, coughing a little bit. Huh. Must have come down with something, you know. But uh, I'm gonna go run blow my nose real quick. Why don't you, t- I think you'd said something before about the Detroit or the Pistons, uh, something you wanted to talk about there. You want to set that up? I, I guess. Where, where, oh, okay. All right. Or are well, you just distracted watching the Nets right now? What is going no, on? no, no, I got it. I got it. Well, I mean, I was going to talk gotta about. Blow the, gotta blow the nose over here, AirPod. Now we can keep the pod together. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. I, I don't want to catch anything that you got anyways via the interwebs. So yeah, around the NBA, jumping into it. Uh, we got a we got a couple of hostile teams uh, playing each other uh, recently, and reminiscent of the malice in the palace. This time it was in Conseco Fieldhouse. So Marcus Morris and Paul George uh, got into it. Uh, they got into it pretty hard, and when they did get into it, it was literally four seconds left in the game. Now, if Padre was here, this is the question I would ask him: Was this action by Paul George warranted. The Pacers are up by 12 points. Marcus Morris is dribbling the ball. And then Paul George goes to tip it out of his hand. He doesn't need to get the ball. The game's over. And Marcus Morris doesn't like that so much. So then Paul George says, oh, you don't like it, Marcus Morris? I'm going to say hello to you in your face. And then he got into his face. Their nose were they're doing a little Eskimo kiss, which is a tradition in the NBA when you want to fight right before you fight. That's what I was just doing with my tissue box just now because I really needed to get that out there. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I might have to call my doctor in, in a bit. Hopefully, I don't have to do that. But you're, you're talking about uh, George and Morris, right? Malice Part 2, potentially? Malice and Conseco Palace. In, in Indy this time. Yeah. Indianapolis, Malice, and, and, and that doesn't rhyme that well. It's not... What? No, uh, the um, the scrap in Indianap. I like that. I'll go with that. It's but it wasn't quite. So I watched the video. You, I didn't even know about this, but you'd sent it to me earlier. That's why I was able to set you up to talk about it there. But uh, it, it was. It didn't quite have the cachet of the original mouse in the palace. It basically got broken up, and it was more. No fans were involved in this one, right? No, uh, I think the NBA was just kind of concerned because it's it's those two teams, and, two teams, and no players from that are in existence at all or even on the bench really maybe maybe an assistant coach here or there but the main thing is that i was saying to the listeners that they weren't really being responsive while you left i don't know what was up with that the uh, ice... they gotta pick up the slack for me what are they thinking i know it's weird uh so if i'm getting in your face as i am right now in this webcam and i'm like this and there's like 12 seconds left, the game's completely over what am I, what do i need to discuss my team already won by 12 points but i still need to get in your face what's the point of that mm-hmm. I don't know. I think uh, Marcus might just be getting out of pocket here without his his twin or his brother, Markeepa, by his side. He doesn't know what to do, and he's getting uh, aggravated, and he's getting upset. And uh, I know Paul George has been known to talk a little shit from time to time, I think, so... He's also been that's... known to tweet his sex uh, sexy body to a lot of people. Really? Did, yeah. did he um, did he try to, to send one off to, like, to Markeep? And it, it accidentally went to Marcus, and Marcus was like, whoa, what's this about? I'm not, that's not how I roll, man. No, you know what? I think it was the opposite. I think he sent it to Marquis, and Marcus was very jealous that he didn't get one. 
as you know well. what, that makes a whole lot more sense by now now yep. that you say it that way yeah. yeah yeah i think that's right i think that's absolutely right well it got broken up so it was kind of a non-story i guess but it was it, it is a, a interesting you guys want to watch that video any listeners uh you missed that the other. It was just the other night, right? Yeah, it was only. It was over this past weekend. Another thing that happened uh, was OJ Mayo. I don't know what, what's up with these Milwaukee Bucks, but it was one time. It was Jason Kidd slapping the ball from the ref. Now this time it's OJ Mayo. Now he's not. He's not full Mayo. He's like maybe half half fat Mayo. Like he looks a lot more slender now with his whole physique. And he was upset with. He the hasn't ref. been eating the Mayo himself, I guess. No, he has not. But he looked really upset and pissed off at this call. And if you look at the video, whenever you guys get a chance, just Google OJ Mayo strongly disagrees with the call. He will go to the locker room, first being pulled back by every member of his team, except Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd is not about that life anymore. He doesn't... But the other coaches were pulling him back. Right. And his teammates. Right. And this and is... Was he so sensitive about that? It was... It was I only saw the video reacting. I didn't see what the original tech was for. It was a uh, a charging call or a blocking, ver- charging versus blocking call. Hmm. Uh, that's I, that's I certainly what. something to get upset about. <laughs> and have to be pulled back by your entire team. Uh, speaking of technicals, speaking of slaps, I noticed a more funny uh, video that, that you also had uh, brought up. And I actually noticed this one myself. I saw this myself the other day. Boogie Cousins slaps a high five to his coach George Carl after Carl gets teed up uh, from the bench. So that was amusing. Yeah, but Bo- Boogie uh, has been trying to bond with a lot of his coaches for a while, and a lot of them it's not his doing because they get fired after a year anyways because the Kings are terrible. But this is the most talented Kings team and the most experienced coach. So you'd think they'd be on the right page and the same page. Now the Western Conference looks like the the least in conference this year, but the Kings themselves, the dynamic. We heard, we talked about this early in the year with George Call. I call it the no, the no longer the best in conference. Sorry, I just had to get that. The the be, no longer the best in. That's better than least in. That would be Eastern. Come on. Sorry, the Kings. What about them? Sorry. Well, I was pro- I was processing that. I'm, I'm still lost. Anyways. <laughs> Boogie Cousins himself decided to high-five his coach. Maybe this is the first form of affection to George Carl because George Carl... Yeah, they're warming up to each other. And it took how many games? Almost like 33 games for that to happen? Yeah, like we said before, not even halfway through the season yet, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, these Kings have been a kind of a shit show all season, all these different stories about them and different play, and uh, mostly do it to do with Rondo, but... Do you think it, yeah. whose fault? Is, I mean, just really quickly, since we're talking about them, uh, whose fault is mm-hmm. the Kings' failures? Is it ownership? Is it Boogie? Is it George Carl? Mainly ownership, I would say. I mean, George Carl just got bought in this year. Maybe he's not helping in some regards because of the type of coaches. But I still think Boogie's a good player, even though he's uh, mercurial is a word people like to use. But overall, it's the ownership putting this thing together and as bringing in Vladdy Diva, all this stuff. I mean, the run personnel. It's got to be ownership, I, I think. Okay. Well, disagree? Well, if we were going to do snap or slap, you would slap Vivek Ranadif right now. That's what you're saying. Okay, so we're doing a mini round of snap or slap. Of course, explain that game again. Um, it was we did a couple pods ago, I guess. Yeah, so snap or, or slap is if you're into Snapchat, or if you're not, usually you snap something you like or something interesting, right? Now, right. if... Yes. 
And then if you're if you don't like something, you slap it usually, right? That's that's a, the protocol on how slapping works, right? Except it doesn't always work that way because again, cousins a slap high five to something he did like, which was his coach getting that tag. But right. I see your point. Aside from general. from hands and butts, slapping usually is an insult to someone, right? I would say. Well, yeah, I, yes, I, I agree. So I don't think we have time for a full game of snapper slap today. I'm gonna but, do the uh, owner's edition for you right now, and I'll I'll, I'll give you. Vivek Ronnie yeah, right now. Let's do a quick, a quick round. Uh, yeah. So quick slap around. Quick slap We'll slap around this real quick. All right. Vivek Ronnie uh, owner of the Kings, has been the owner for the past two and a half years, maybe three, from the Maloofs. Yeah. And he it's only is second. Second season? Third? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a third. It might be third. I'm, I'm, but I'm not sure now. Stauskas. Stauskas was, was that his first season? Yeah. Then it's only his second because I was just last year. Yeah. Right. So what what do you say? Would you would you take a Snapchat with well, him, or would you slap the shit out of him if you could? No, I'd slap him as we just basically went over the reasons, some of the reasons for that. I mean, you you should have known that was gonna be my answer now when you just talked about it. Give me another uh, owner. Okay, uh, next one is Robert Sarver of the Phoenix Suns. Now, Sarver recently came out uh, in an article saying, uh, or no, someone's been about this about the millennial culture affecting right. the Suns players like Mar- Markeith Morris who you mentioned before wants mm-hmm. everything entitlement wants his twin brother with him all the time wants to do wants to be right. the leader of the team but wants to have his cake and eat it too and that's what a lot of millennials attitudes are in work Kodnam, can I ask you something uh, let me ask your opinion on this because I'm not even 100% clear myself am I considered a millennial like yes um, you are Okay. Are so, you considered one, or you're too old for that? No, I am. Um, it's 80, 1980s to 2010, born. So it's like a 30-year span. Doesn't that seem too wide of a span for you? Is there any other generations that are that big of a thing there? Um, well, the boomers. Maybe boomers are dying. They're about 30 years. That was like the 50s. Or well, anyway, fine. But everyone's a millennial. But in that case, yeah, Sarver, he's getting... I'm not snapping in, uh, a Snapchat with him. I'm slapping him, too. Just talking shit about my people, apparently. <laughs> because you're a millennial? <laughs> you just figured That's out... Right. You just confirmed you're a millennial, so now you're going to slap the shit well, out Well, you just confirmed I am. But oh, that's yeah. true. That's true. All right. What about Mikhail Prokhorov? Anyway, I mean, I kind of get get his point a little bit. Like, I get the entitlement thing, but at the same time, like, it, you have to deal with how life is now. I, there's no, I mean, it doesn't really help anything to say stuff like that. Make your team better, and if you have a pair of twins that can't get split up, don't split them up or deal with the consequences, etc. So, yeah. I think I think he wanted to, he wanted to pigeonhole not millennials but twins, but he knew that was something you can't say. Offensive to all twins, uh, all twins in general. Because then, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jason or Jerome Collins would come in and beat that ass, right? <laughs> I guess so. I mean, <laughs> uh, well, I'm trying to think of Brooke, Brooke and Robin as well. Who is there another brothers in the NBA that are only like a year or two apart, but not twins? Uh, Curry's? Not the Curry's. Is Seth Curry even in the NBA technically? I guess he's on the team. He's on the play. Kings. He's on the Kings. Oh, but he never, does he even play? He does play. He does. He plays a, when Rondo's being a, a diva. He usually plays a lot of minutes. Oh, I don't know. I, I haven't even noticed that. I guess I've been watching that much Kings, even though I've heard a lot about them, and I want to slap uh, Vivek. All right, you got one more for Coach Edition of Snapper Slapping? Uh, yeah, Mikhail Prokhorov, 100% owner. And since this time, we haven't mentioned this, but he's 100% owner of the the Brooklyn yeah. Nets. Acquire the rest of the majority share. He owns Barclays right. Center and the Brooklyn Nets. 
Willis, and even though I'm not strictly speaking a Nets fan, as a, as a Cavs fan, I can only really rep one team. But the Nets are kind of like my second team, I guess. It's because of this pod, because I go to some games with you. And uh, look, what am I going to get in bad with Prokhorov for? I should be buttoning up to this guy. Hey, maybe he wants to open up those pockets again, open some of this ownership up again. Cut Pod drew up a little slice of that. I don't need much, Mikhail, you know. Give me, give me a seat at the game. You know, give me some of that car meat station money. Uh, I don't know. Help, me, me and AK are boys. Maybe I'll help out with some more of his Hooters franchises for AK, and uh, Prokhorov might get involved with that. Let me give a snap to old Mikhail. I'll get in. I'll get in that chat, Snapchat with him. Sure. Mikhail. Uh, I was going to say Kevin Mikhail, but then I think you were talking about Prokhorov. I'll get with him too. Why not? Uh, and look, it, uh, us millennials are always doing this social media and this Snapchat stuff, so it's perfect. Let's do it. Now uh, you're not invited. Now I don't. I don't want to snap or slap this, but I think I completely remember this. You mentioned Andre Karolenko, our old buddy, AK, uh, who has yeah. who, who likes the nightlife, who hangs out, and also manages Hooters uh, as his full time gig. Now, mm-hmm. Hooters, St. Peter, uh, St. Petersburg, St. Petersburg, Russia. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you talked to AK recently, but there's been a Not recently, no. there's been disturbance recently in the Bronx where Cleanthony Thomas of the Knicks was shot in the kneecap okay, yeah. after going out to the club. Do you think AK had anything to do with this as your inside source? I mean, immediately, I don't. I don't know. I mean, well, hold on a sec. Is he? Is he might. Still be hanging around the studio because last time he was hanging out in the closet. Well, let me. See, I'm in, you know I'm in Studio B here. Let me see if I can get. Okay. Uh, right, let cool. me see if these are available. Cool. Hold on a cool. All right. Well, I'm just. There's a pub now. <laughs> oh snap! Not slap. AK47. What's up, buddy? Oh, you slap me? What? <laughs> no, I, was, I, I said oh snap, like crack, crackle and pop. I slap you. I, I, I see you, Panam. I slap you to the floor. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. That's that's my, mighty kind of you. Uh, what you been up to, AK? Oh, not much. Just uh, hanging out in closet, Studio B. You know, I, I'm uh, going uh, overseas. Uh, how you say? I'm working remote from my, my Hooters franchise. So you're, man- you're managing remotely. How, how is that possible? Are you, do you have, like, an iPad, like, floating around as a robot over there? Or what, what's going on? Yeah, floating a, a robot, iPad, I've got that. Um, but mostly I just, you know, I think a thought, like I think of something in my head like, I need new Hooters waitress, and then it just happens, right? So, you know, I, I need new chicken wing flavor, it happens. But maybe I'm thinking like, I, uh, it doesn't even necessarily have to do with my Hooters franchise and my other stuff. Maybe I'm just thinking like some uh, NBA players, like they're going out. And all of a sudden, uh, I don't know. They, I need, I need uh, money. Well, and then I need the jewelry. I need uh, chains. You know, I, uh, I don't. I, I see these guys, flashy guys, on with their money. Maybe I need that money. I just think in my head, and it just happens. You know. Wait. So you said you said that when you need money and you need waitresses, you just you think really hard, like kind of like the gift from Oprah, and it just comes to you, just like that. Is gift? You have a gift for me? No, I don't have a gift. So. So I'm saying this because I'm live from, you know, you're seeing where I am. I'm at Studio A in Brooklyn. Yes, and, Studio A, Brooklyn Rebound Studio A, and yes. And there's been a couple NBA-related uh, nightlife things where Anthony Early of the New York Knicks, I know you're buddies with a lot of those Knicks players still in the New York area. Yes, I would say. I mean, I, I, my, some of my former Nets teammates and the Knicks guys, I, I see they've got a lot of flashy jewelry and stuff, and I just think, yeah, I should have that. You know, and that, so I sit in the closet here and I think about it, 
and uh, I don't know. So what were you doing the night before New Year's Eve, if, I, if you don't mind me casually asking you, on December 30th? I was in the closet gym in the Brooklyn Rebound Studio B, uh, popping champagne. Okay, do you know a woman named Ilana Doug, who also lives in Crown Heights, girlfriend of Cleanthum Early, who likes to go to strip clubs a lot with him? No, I don't know but, uh, offhand, but I, I do think I need, I need a nice girl, young girl, to come be my, uh, my new Hooters waitress. And if she got a lot of strip club expertise, she's even better for me. So, I mean, I was, in, I was drinking my champagne in, in the closet thinking about that I need that. And maybe it could be a former, you know, a, a someone related to a player I used to know or I know. And that, that could be even better for business. So I was just thinking thoughts like that, you know. Have you been to Mace Path, uh, Mace, Mace Path uh, Gentleman's Club in Queens? I have not taken Path in a long time. <laughs> no, you haven't taken Path. But what's your favorite uh, Gentleman's Club in Queens? Is it located in Mass Path, uh, Queens? Oh, yeah. Di uh, Jimmy Diamond's Club. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one, right? Oh, that's my favorite. So I just think about, sit back and think about, yeah, I need to have... Uh, lap dance right now uh, I just need to think about that and it happens for me and I started getting lap dance well okay I don't want to take too much of your time going f from leaving the closet I know you're really into hanging out there with, with Drake uh, no, I want to go back to the closet I want to go back but yeah. before you go I want to ask I you got stuff can you please follow up on this lead of Cleanthony early and find out what exactly happened on December 30th he was shot in the knee robbed and his girlfriend who lives in Crown Heights has not been returning any of my sources calls at all so we really need a follow-up on this can you follow through and find out why Cleanthony Early was shot in kneecap that night on December 30th uh, yes I will do that as I sit in my closet with my uh, my two gold chains and my gold uh, caps for the, my teeth and my uh, my iPhone uh, my new iPhone I have here I'll hold all this stuff and I'll think about it and these uh these um oh never mind let me i don't need these bullets here i don't need this oh these banana clips but let me put that away but yeah I'll, I'll get that stuff and i'll sit and think about it sure okay that part now, yeah. all right good well i'm glad you brush brush away all those uh washington bullets basketball cards that's nice all right, I'm going in the club, so. all right bye all right well uh ak decided to drop by oh, i'm just uh i'm not having a good time over here with my nose situation coughing sneezing i hope that didn't pick up on mike i uh, did did uh, AK give you any information while I was over blowing my nose over there? Well, I mean, he would he wouldn't hint at that the fact that Cleanthon Early was robbed or or shot at, but I had to tell him flat out that this is something mm. that needs to be find out either through investigation or threatening. I don't know whatever ways and manners he has, he can find out that that information. I don't know. It was kind of weird how he, he was just. I mean, I don't know if you saw it across the, the video here, the stream here. From studio to studio, he he was looking real shiny though, like shinier than usual. Like his smile had like gold in it and stuff. Isn't that's kind of strange? <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, oh wow, that, your, your cold is really getting to you, man. That's uh, it's bad, man. I don't know. I mean, it's rough. Yeah, he did look a little shiny, but I just figured, you know, he's doing well in the Hooters business, and you know, just buying some gold chains and shit and stuff, right? Probably right. Probably right. Yeah, early. Anyways, uh, well, I guess we'll keep up to date on that when we hear back from him later, right? Yes, for sure. All right. Well, uh, I'm glad you're feeling better, Padre. You, you, you're feeling a little better now? Is that, is, that, is that good? Yeah, I guess. I mean, hopefully this goes away soon. And then I got more potting to do. You know, I'm not even done or anything, but I don't... I... 
Okay. Sorry. All right, no, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I can't. I can't deal with this. This sickness that you have right now. And well, look, you're in another studio. I think you'll be all right. No, 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 no. I, I, I read a recent report that in Crossborough podcast, you're more likely to get sick than you are licking a pole on the subway. Uh, I don't. That doesn't sound verified. This report, but I don't. I don't. It was on Gawker, so it's, it's got to be true. Oh, it must be true then. Well, I guess. I mean, whoa. I, I won't keep. I won't make you sick over the over the, the airwaves then, or whatever you think's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't do that. Well, I mean, you could wrap up the podcast, though, right? Uh, sure, I guess. I mean, I, you're leaving me no choice. But all right, well, you do that and do a good job of it, Padre, because you're under performance review for the year 2016. All right. Already, it's I'm, the first week of the year. I'm out. Peace. All right. Peace. All right. Well, I guess Padnam had to go. His uh, Skype session's over. Uh, I mean, we didn't talk as much ball as I would have liked since we, the show's been off a couple of weeks. But you know, what can we do? I'm, a, you know, I'm a little under the weather. Anyway, I think it was coughing during that thing. Throat's a little sore. You know, I don't want to end the pod just yet. I think it's my duty to continue this thing. I, I do need to get checked out though. I think I should probably should call my doctor in here. Um, I do have a doctor on staff in, in Brooklyn Rebound Studio. Uh, not in Brooklyn, but in Manhattan. Got my doctor. <coughs> Let me just, uh, one sec, I'm gonna go. It's Dr. Dr. Shabotnik, uh, he's a great doctor. Uh, he's, uh, yeah, all right, he looks like he can come in. Let me just go. Dr. S, thanks, I'm, I'm glad you can, can stop by here. I'm really feeling a bit under the, you know, under the weather, as I mentioned in my email, um, but, uh, I don't know if you ought to come check me out. I, yeah. I am running the pod right now, so... Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's great. Audio it's, checkup. It's great to see you, Drew. Just, just fantastic. You, first of all, let me just say, you look like you have a, a tremendous amount of pain that you're going through. Just, just tremendous. I, I am going... I mean, I'm not in that much pain. I don't want to be like a martyr over here or anything. I feel like, though, I, I didn't think anything was wrong with my ears, but your voice is... Something wrong with your... Th- are you all right, doctor? You sound a little pretty different than last time. Oh, no, no, no. I'm great. I'm doing fine. You know, I'm killing it. I'm killing everyone. I'm doing great. Um, I just... I'm, I'm worried for people like you, Drew. You, 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 you're suffering, and I want to try and make you better. Oh, thanks, doc. I mean, that's why I called you in, but I really... I'm, I, just, I don't want to make it like I can't get past this or anything, but you really sound... A lot, like, your accent, your... Um, I don't know, I guess your Russian accent I thought it was is completely gone. Is it, have you been taking classes on that or something? Yeah, you know, I have a speech uh, therapist and a speech coach that help me along my job. You know, because a lot of people, they're just not ready for how I sound yet. And, you know, it's a big, it's a bold new step. you got to be ready for it. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I didn't, I didn't know I was ready for it or not, but I guess I am. I mean... Is it, Doc, is it okay? I mean... Well, ready or not, here I come. <laughs> okay. Do you, uh... Do you mind taking your hood? I mean, you're wearing like a hoodie type of thing. It yeah, it's not your normal. It's it's my balaclava. Right. It's to hide, you know, because I'm so important. I don't want everyone to know. But uh, oh. this is who I really am. If you, you get a good look, it probably looks a little familiar. What? Who you really are? Wait, Doc, did you get some type of facial reconstructive surgery? Yeah, yeah. I look like a wax model, right? With a little. Yeah, I mean, your what's what happened to your hair? It's like it's not. Is that a wig or? Uh, yeah, it's you actually... You were bald last time I saw you. 
Well, you know, I wanted to try a new look. It actually is my real hair. A lot of people, a lot of people, you know, they think, you know, it, it's, it's not real. It, it is. It totally is. Uh, Just like my wife. She's, re- she's the real deal. Wait a minute. Dr. Shabotnik isn't married. Hold on a second. You're, last time you, I came in for a checkup, what did we talk about? If you really are Dr. S. Uh, we, we talked about how you, we want to get rid of immigrants and you're concerned about the American economy and uh, how much you love China. Well, okay. I do love China. Yeah, those I were... do have concern. We did talk about the economy, but now I know you're lying because the first thing you said is getting rid of immigrants. Dr. Shabanik is an immigrant from Russia or wherever. I forget, but it's somewhere over there. He's not American, so I think you're lying to me right now, sir. I don't know what's going on here, but I don't believe you. Oh, you know what? I can't keep up this charade because it's just, it's, it's too much of a struggle. Yeah, I'm actually a big, a really big deal. I am Donald Trump. Wait a minute. Is this like the other time when, when Uncle Drew was supposed to come on and was really this political guy, Dr. Carson or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he likes to think he's a doctor. He's not really a doctor, but I really am a multi-billionaire. I'm a huge deal. Huge. Oh my god, Big I should have known Trump Tower, the, the, the Trump Hotel is like literally across the street from Brooklyn Rebound Studio B. Alright, it's the Donald then. Yeah. Don, that's who's in here. Totally me, the Don, Donnie, Big Don, Don Man. I can't believe Don this. Boy, whoever you want to call me. I can't believe this is happening again. The Carson thing, I got pulled out of here by, at least you don't have, have uh, secret service agents on you or whatever, or are they hiding? I mean, I don't want... I don't want a repeat of last time. Either. Well, you know, I, I was actually trained by Israeli spies and everything. I could defend myself. I don't, I don't need those, those clowns following me around. Uh, you know, they have these gaudy, uh, tacky suits. They look like the peasants. I don't need them. I don't need that in my life. Oh, well, I guess that's good. I mean, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to get better over my illness and my cold now uh, if you're not Dr. But did you do something to Dr. S? I mean, what? Yeah, I shipped it back. You didn't belong here in the first place. What? You shipped it back to, I think, Russia? Yeah. He, he, was just a, oh. he was just a nasty little immigrant. He was tainting our beautiful country. I'm trying to make it great again, Drew. I'm doing you a favor. That's probably why you were sick in the first place. Oh, but how am I supposed to get better now? You, you shipped my doctor out of the country. He didn't belong here, Drew. He was poisoned to the American dream. Oh, you know, God. listen, it's always going to be a struggle when you want to get what you want, all right? I wanted to be a multi-billionaire. I had the tiny, paltry sum of a million dollars starting out. Do you know how unhealthy that is to start out with such a uh, ridiculously tiny amount? Uh, you think a million dollars is a tiny amount of money to start with? Yeah, it's, it's terrible. It's a shame. I wish I could have started out with, uh, you know, at least 20 mil. That's at least something. That's, that's pocket change. Oh, my God. Well... <sighs> I mean, is there a reason you did this whole charade to come on? I mean, I don't know. The, the Carson guy was talking all kinds of nonsense. I'm not sure you know nothing about that. But, I mean, why is this happening? Why are these political figures hijacking my show all the time? Well, the problem is, it's not, it's not a problem, is, is that you're getting a lot of traffic. A lot of people are watching, and I, I've noticed this. And I want to be able to make a point here. In fact, I got a new... Um, I'm revamping my whole campaign. It's going to be a new image. Everything's, it's going to be huge, and it's just going to be a tremendous thing. It's going to be so big, it's going to blow your mind, and you have, everything's just going to blow up. I got new people on the campaign trail, and we're going we're gonna to do things. All right, Are you ready? 
Uh, sure, I guess I'm ready. I mean, what other, what other choice do I have? Yeah, it's get on board or get out. Right? I don't want to get out. This is my studio. Me and Padnan was conveniently not here, but, you know, what? fine, what are you saying? You're going to blow my mind right now? Well, I have some pretty important people that I think you might be interested to meet. <clears throat> First person, he's, he's doing PR for me. Great guy, great guy. I love him. I love him to death. This is Chris Walken. Do you know him? You have Chris Walken doing PR for no what like the actor Christopher Walken. Chris, I, I call him Chris. He doesn't like to be called Christopher. It's a big no no. All right. I, I can bring him. Back. I have him waiting outside. You have Christopher Walken outside. He's right outside. And he's part of your campaign. He's right outside the door. I bring him instead of my Secret Service guy. I trust Chris Walken to protect me more than I trust those guys in those suits to play in the Candy Crush or whatever. I mean, I guess that's kind of making sense to me now, Donald. I get, yeah, bring him in. All right, let me get it. Hold on. I'll, I'll be right back. All right, well, I don't know what this is. I mean, at least I'm not getting taken out by men in suits this time. You know, wanted to get healed. You know, I wanted to talk best. Whoa! What? Oh. Whoa! Oh, it really is him. That's a nice space. Uh, yeah. Uh, hello. Uh, may Chris. I call you Chris? Yeah. May I call you Chris? I, say, yeah. I guess I'm him. Hey, Drew, Chris. I mean, sounds like two peas in a pod. You know? Yeah, my brother's name is Chris, so it kind of was like Chris. Wow! It's like the stars are aligned. I guess so. Now... Well, I'm happy to talk to you. I know, um, I mean, you're a great actor and everything like oh, that. I love you. your work. Um, What's your favorite movie? Uh, in general, or, or that you were a part of? <laughs> let's, let's do the one that I'm a part of. I like feeding my ego. Okay. Um, well, even though you have a small role in it only, I really love that Pulp Fiction. And, you know... Oh, with the you, watch up my ass. Yeah, it was a great scene. Uh, you really st- stole that whole section of the movie with mm. that scene. Yeah. I love that one. Uh, you know, The Deer Hunter is a classic. Yeah, oh, another great movie. Yeah, I, I guess you could say my role in uh, Pulp Fiction was kind of like the trump card. Oh, I see what you did there, Chris. I see what, That was good. That was that, that was terrific. I, okay, um, yeah, it's the trump card. Yeah, you're... I, okay, I'm a little confused again. Where is Donald, by the way? Did he leave? Or? I know. I'm right behind Chris. I'm, just, I'm helping myself to some snacks. I, you know, I can't resist those little, uh, uh, what do you call it? The, the Snyder's uh, pretzel, the honey. Uh, oh, yeah, they're the honey twist pretzels. Yeah, we oh, keep them out in the studio. Yeah, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. All right, go ahead and eat those. Great. All right. Uh, yeah, Chris. Yeah, you great movies. I mean, this is, you know, it's supposed to be a show about basketball. I mean, have you ever been in any... Uh, basketball movies? Maybe I missed those. I don't. I can't remember any offhand. You know, I, I, I actually haven't been in any basketball movies. I've been in a lot of games. Love the game. Love it. It's a lot of fun to watch that. Oh, you uh, like the actual game of basketball? Yeah, I mean, who who doesn't like to watch an orange sphere go into a mesh net? I can't say who doesn't. I certainly do. Who's what, your team? You're, you're a New York guy, right? Uh, yeah, I, I really like the Knicks. The Knickerbockers. Okay, now we're. I mean, this is more of a nuts pod, but it's fine. We'll talk a little next year. I'm glad, glad we can get this political talk out of the way. These crazy yeah. people talk, talk some serious hoops. I mean, who, on the Knicks, who's your guy? I, I really like Kobe Bryant. I think he's fantastic. Okay, well, he's on the Lakers, though. I'm all right. He's actually retiring this year. Honest mistake. Oh, that's all right. I'm sure you're out in L.A. all the time, so maybe you got a little confused, Hollywood, all that. That's what it is. You know, I'm, I'm going back and forth. The time zones screw me up. I don't know what I'm doing. What about this guy, Porzingis, the rookie? Uh, you like this guy? Por- Porzingis. Wow. What a name. I kind of just wanted you to say the name. That's what kind of why I brought it up. Wow. It's the way you talk. It's pretty. 
I'm sure people have told you, but it's pretty entertaining to listen to. Yeah, I get that a lot. I'm actually looking in to do the audiobook industry. You're going to be in the audiobook industry? Yeah, I think I'll do, uh, you know, uh, some children's books. I think I've been told I have a very lulling voice. Really? Oh, yeah. And the lull show, children to sleep. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I'll do, uh, you know, like the book Holes or something for, for children in school. I love education. The, the audiobook of Holes, the, the movie that starred Shia LaBeouf. Oh, yeah. You know, I can say, like, Stanley Yelnats was in Camp Greenlake where it was so hot that Mr. Sir beat him until he cried that night. And then Zero came into the bunk and, and cried with Stanley. Do you really have this whole thing memorized? Oh, yeah. I love that book. I read it about a dozen times in my sleep alone. You read the book while you were asleep? I listened to the audio book and I said, you know what? I could probably do a better job than this. Oh, so there is an audio book. You just want to do a, a sequel to that or you want to do a better version? I want to do a better, but I could do it bigger and better. I Who know did I'm... the original version? I just, uh, what's his name? James Earl Jones. Whatever. No big deal. Oh, he's not known for his voice work. So, yeah, you should really step in there. Yeah. Well, it's, it's really cool to talk to you, Chris. I'm, I'm just a little surprised that you're, you know, with the guy eating all those pretzels over there. I mean, I don't, I don't really understand what the connection is here. Well, you know, Donnie reached out to me. He said, uh, we need someone with an interesting face and a good voice. And I said, hey, you know, why not? I like Donald. I like America. I like how beautiful this country is. Is he is he paying you to say all these things, or like he's like your like paid spokes? He's got a spokesperson. He's, he's, he promised me uh, to get me a deal with Audible, and uh, that's all the payment I need, really. That's all it took for you to get on board the Trump campaign is that he would hook you up with someone from Audible. That's it. And I feel like you could have. Don't you have representation that can help you out with that? Probably. <laughs> you need but, Trump. Uh, you know, I'm lazy. He took the first step. He initiated. He reached out to me. And I said, why not? What do I got to lose? But, so you, do you agree with his policies about, like, uh, deporting all... I mean, he depo- apparently deported my doctor, who's an immigrant, and he, he wants to deport these other immigrants, I think. And Muslims I mean, and stuff. The way I see it, dude, living in America is like art, you know? It, it's, it's not meant for everyone. It's just, there's a select few who will really get it. And the other people, if, if, if you don't get it, if you don't like my movies, if, you, if you're not there to really invest in it, then, then go someplace else where you can ruminate on your own thoughts. But who, whose decision is it that you're not getting it or whatever, like, to make, like, who, how is it up to you to, or Donald Trump to say you that's, have to go that's, somewhere? That's the president's call. You know, he makes, he makes those big calls and those decisions, and they're not easy. That's why we've got to put our faith in him. But he's not the president yet. I mean, he's gonna be. You know, just you, you gotta give it time. It's, time heals all wounds. These well, people will get over it. I guess. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm getting convinced over here, Chris. But I mean, you must be one of the, I, Hollywood's pretty liberal and all. You must be one of the only you know uh, actors that's like famous actors that's really into Trump, right? Oh no, we got we got two others uh, that are on the campaign trail with me. I'm just doing PR. Really? I'm the spokesperson. Yeah, uh, you know we have we have uh, we got Jay Leno and uh, Jay Leno and Alan Rickman actually. He signed those bastards. Alan up. Rickman, he's not even American. That doesn't matter. I mean, he just Alan Rickman has some pretty extreme views on how America should be run. Well, I I can't believe. Well, I'm never gonna hear those. That sounds ridiculous. Don't 
be so sure of that, Drew. Uh, all right, Chris, whatever you say. Because it turns out I brought them along with me. What, they're here in, in Brooklyn Rebound Studio? They're, they're also here as well. Uh, all right, bring them in, I guess. You want me to bring them? They're waiting right outside. I, told yeah, I guess go get them in. All right, all right. Well, here you go. All right, let me get Alan. Okay, one at a time, sure. I'll also get uh, Leno, too, you know, might as well. Okay, two at a time, then. Oh, hey, guys. Welcome. Yeah, what's going on, Jay? What's going on, Alan? Oh, oh. Hi, Jay and Alan. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. How you doing, Drew? It's great to be here. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you, Drew. And uh, may I say, this is a fantastic space. Oh, well, I guess the pleasure is all mine. I mean, I'm a fan of your movies as well, Alan. Um, Which Jay, one is your favorite? Oh, you know, Die Hard, probably. Oh, yes. I love playing Hans Gruber. Great character. Yeah, it was it was sad when you died at the I was, I, Yeah, I was just about to say I, I was rooting for you the whole time, honestly Didn't really care for my fate at the end of that film But, you know I mean, what, am I going to root for Bruce Willis Over a great guy like Alan Rickman? You can't make an English breakfast without breaking some eggs, right? <laughs> no, your eggs got broken in that case But, well, you're charming already I mean, I can't believe you're involved with this whole Trump thing uh, Well Donald Trump is a charming man, you know. That's how I got this in the first place. <laughs> He's literally shoving, like, nine pretzels in his throat in the corner right now. Oh, this is great. Uh, just keep coming. Terrific. Outstanding. All right, okay. Uh, you, found, you found Donald Trump's one weakness. Yeah, you know, he, he, really, he, really, he likes those pretzels a lot. I don't know. It's, it's so coincidental that you happen to have those on hand. Jay Leno, how did he get? How did Trump get you involved? Did he promise you everyone would drive their old timey cars around if he's elected? Or what's uh, if, if I if I may step in for just a second, I, I don't mean to interject, but um, okay. Jay came to me and he said, "Hey, Chris, you remember this, Jay? Oh yeah, I remember. Sure, sure, yeah, I remember." He said, "What's going on with your life? What are you doing?" And I said, "Well, Donald here." Donnie, Big D, he said, I, I need you. I need you, Chris. I said, wow, I never felt like I had so much purpose in my life. And I said, I know someone who needs some purpose. It's a short little man with a funny little hair, and he loves cars. And I said, we need some good cars to really sell ourselves. Yeah, you know, so then, 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 then you know, Chris called me, and I said, and he said you know, can we use your cars? I said, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I love to show my cars. So, you know, I decided we can use my cars, and that's, it kind of went from there. So, Christopher Walken called you and asked, do you, so what are you getting out of it, Jay? You're just letting them use your cars? Yeah, it's like, it's like a car show every day, and I get paid to use my cars. It's great. Oh, that does sound like a lot of fun. I, I'm just in it for kicks and giggles, you know. For kicks and giggles. Kicks. Is that an English term that it's, I don't know about? It's the more proper way, instead of saying that... Nasty curse word. Okay, I'm, I'm sure I don't know what you mean, Alan, but uh, I, I'm still confused on this angle. Like, you're not, you, you can't even vote in America, can you? Like, you can't vote for Donald Trump. Or well, Donald said he would do me some favors, um, you know, if he becomes president, because I do not have the proper credentials to vote for him, but. He has a lot. I don't know if you know this or not. Donald Trump has a lot of money. Oh, I heard about that. Pardon my friends. He has a shitload of money, so he is going to let me. He's going to pull some pretty thick strings to let me vote. A giggle load of money, really. A, gig, a giggle load of money. So, hold on a second. 
I'm, I'm trying to understand this. You are unable to vote in U.S. elections, which it, apparently... You do. It's not rocket science. He, all right, the man Jeff. can't vote. All right. I understand it, but you want to be able to vote for whatever reason, I guess, because you're here a lot. Fine. You're going to support Trump because he's going to let you let, make change the system so you... Is it just you personally can vote or, like... All British actors, or... Or he's going... Uh, that's an excellent question, actually. So he's going to give me the power to change it for other people if they want to. But it, it, so far, it just only appeals to me. I don't see why I should distribute that privilege to other people. And, and Donald, I mean, I, I guess I could ask Donald myself, these Donald's pretzels. You don't seem to like uh, foreigners, Donald, so, I mean, what? Are you okay with this, uh, this Englishman over here? Good. Having a say in our election, our well, you, American election. You know, as long as they can speak proper grammar, I, I'm on board with it. I, I think that's the, one of the big steps to making America so great. You know, we came from them, so I think they should be the model for us. You, I, I, what you think Great Britain should be the model for the United States? We, we broke away from them to begin with. Yeah, I don't think we need to worry about seceding and all that stuff. You know, you, now you're getting into nitty-gritties, all right? I'm just, I'm trying to make this great. I'm trying to look up to good model citizens, good people who are wealthy and speak English well. That's all I want. My doctor, Dr. Shabbat, did pretty well for himself, and he could clearly speak English. I talked to him, and you kicked him out of the country, apparently. You know, Drew, I hate to break this to you, but Dr. Shabatsky, I did a little digging on him. What? I went to WebMD. He had one. He had a one-star review. Wasn't my review. What? what, 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 what did the review say? Uh, it, it said user nine one two. The man had poor bedside manners, and we can't afford to have that here. It just said the man had poor bedside manners. Okay. There's no further explanation. Doesn't matter. You know, you have one slip up. Boom. You're done. Well, yeah, I guess be- coming from you, Chris, the news. It's, it's breaking a little easier than it's ever done. You can't afford to have people that are making mistakes. You, you know, I, ha- I had a guy that he, he was working on my uh, 1932 Rolls Royce. and he, oh, the 32, huh? <laughs> great model. And, I heard that's a great model. And he did something wrong with the tire, and it didn't work anymore. It went kaput. So, you know, we, Were you driving in a blue? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I was, I was driving down the, uh, the San Fernando Valley, and... Uh, <laughs> You're driving on San Fernando Valley. On the valley. I'm driving on the valley. You know, I like to, I like to take it off-road sometimes. Jeez. I don't think those old-school Rolls Royces were meant for off-road driving, Jay. I'm, are you sure it was the gas pump? It sounds like any tire would blow off if you're just driving off-road in a car that's 80 years old. You know, you're not the first person to tell me that that's a, a dangerous uh, lifestyle. That sounds exciting to me, actually. I, I wouldn't mind trying it. Yeah, yeah, I, I would do that too. You know, I like to live on the edge, uh, but you know, you, you got to take some risks sometimes. Am I right, Jay? Absolutely. You know, I I, I, I understand the risks that I'm taking. All right, that's. I think like taking risk is different than like saying people can't make any mistakes or they're kicked out. You never made a mistake, Jay Leno. I'm perfect. That's how I got to where I am right now. You know. What about your like show that was on at like uh, your not quite late night show that was on at like ten o'clock that everyone hated? That wasn't a mistake, are you saying? Well, if I may, Jay. Absolutely, sure. I please speak for Jay. I, I will. I, I I thought that show was a tremendous feat, and 
while there were, you know, some mistakes being made, it was a learning curve, so we won't punish him for that. But, but if you thought it was such a great show, how come you never did one on it, Alan? Let's not make this about me, Drew. I don't. I think you're deflecting, and that's in poor taste. I, I think we should get back to the matter that Jay was had a steep learning curve. We should give him a round of applause for getting to where he did. Uh, well, forgive me if I don't start that applause. Uh, all I'm gonna say. That's very posh of you, but you may continue. <laughs> that was very posh of me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think your accent might have got a little. Did you say? Never mind. Uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes I get confused with the language and I'll have some struggles, so... And you're... Okay, so... <laughs> it seems like you other guys wouldn't like this because he's getting confused with language, Donald, which it seemed to be a big thing you were saying. Well, well... And he made a mistake, Jay, which let, you said people aren't allowed to do. Let's not, let's not get things skewed here. Let's not get things skewed here. We're, do, we're, we're doing some great things here. And my guys, you're putting a lot of pressure on them. And, you know, we got the cameras all around the studio. Don't think I don't know. I saw you You got them all installed everywhere. Wait, there's cameras on our... Uh, you install cameras? I installed them because I wanted to make this a live national thing. CNN, NBC, ABC, Fox, they're eating this stuff up. Like it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert, and seconds and whatever, you know? So, yeah, and you're putting a lot of pressure on us on national TV. I hope you're happy about that, Drew. There, this is broadcasting nationally right now, streaming nationally. Yeah, it's also, you know, you can watch it on Hulu, uh, Netflix. Uh, you, can, you can do it on, um, I don't know, your app, your X-Mini apps, whatever. Amazon Prime? We haven't got that yet. No. no. Oh, okay. No, I pushed it too far there, I guess. Yeah, no, no Amazon. By the way, I started watching that show, um, Transparent Road. That's, that's... I heard it was good. Heavy duty, yeah. What do you think about, because that's like uh, about um, a man, I think, that transitions into being a woman trans, uh, transgender is that something you're cool with Donald Trump as long as as long as they're living here legally they're paying the bills and they're trying to make America great I think it's tremendous to try and be someone who you you're not meant to be I think that's great try to be someone you're not meant to. so you're saying they're not meant to be that but they're doing that not, well yeah not everyone's meant to be a successful handsome guy like me but they could try and, and you know I gotta I gotta respect that I gotta give them respect for that do you think that when some of these women are transitioning into becoming men they're doing it because they want to be more like you and handsome and successful <laughs> like you are are you like the model for these um Women turning into men. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm the face of uh, America. I'm, I'm the typical male American, you know? Everyone wants to be uh, like me. Who would, who, who would who wouldn't want to be like me? I mean, I, I would just say all three of you guys are all big supporters of Trump, apparently, and I'm still kind of surprised about this. I don't see either any of you guys getting a haircut like Donald over here or even dressing like him or, or anything. I mean, can you explain that? Well... You know, there's a really simple answer. Well, Hollywood actors, so... Well, kind of. I don't think Jay Leno is really a Hollywood actor. Well, Hollywood stars, and it's kind of hard to to keep hair when you're doing so many roles. I, I had to shave my hair once. I looked, I looked horrific. My wife wouldn't touch me for days. That's rough. Yeah, well, you know, when Alan, he, they love him for, like, these wizard movies. You can't have a wizard with Trump hair. You can't. That's the face of evil. Trump is the face of good. You can't have good hair with a bad guy. But didn't you 
Uh, oh, and didn't you play a character who was a, seemed like a bad guy, but then he turned out to be a good guy in the end? So at the end of um, Harry Potter, shouldn't there, you have came out in a Trump-style hair when you were revealed to be a good guy? You know, I wanted to, I wanted to do that so badly, but when the director said, we're just going to keep the same nasty, greasy hair, I, I almost walked out. They almost, at, fun fact, it's in the extras in the Harry Potter Blu-ray. I haven't watched those yet. Well, get on it, because I talk all about this. I said I wanted to have hair like Trump when they saw that I was innocent and pure, just like Donald, and the director said, no, you sound like a lunatic, and I said, I'm about to walk out, but my agent said that... Those oh. contracts and things, right? Actually, he said I needed the money, so that I should Oh, stick you needed the money, really? Yeah. Not getting good, those good diehard residuals, plus all the other Harry Potter movies. No, I spent a lot of money on blow and hookers, actually. Really? Yes. All right, well, I think we're going to need to have someone fact-check this Blu-ray comment situation, but... Donald, this is a guy uh, you have supporting you here. Uh, he apparently is terrible at managing his money. Uh, isn't that one of your big things? Like, you know how to do that, Donald? How, how can you have this type of role model on your campaign show? Alan, Alan is a great friend of mine, and I'm serving as his mentor for this whole managing financial crisis of his. I'm a beacon of hope for him, and that's why I made such a rare exception to keep a non-American here, especially part of my campaign. I think, I think you need to reach out to people who are struggling in the finances, and you gotta, you got to be a model for them, especially if you know they got the potential. I love Die Hard. I love Harry Potter. I knew that this guy could do it. He could go far. He could be tremendous, terrific. And I just I, I felt like I need, he needed to be my own little baby. I, I, wanted, I wanted to... Just coddle him in my arms and, like a bassinet, put him to sleep in, in a blanket right, full of Well, you don't literally have to pick him up and start doing this. It's a little creepy. I, I, hey, I like holding Alan Rickman. It's comfortable. I, I like being coddled by Donald Action. I like the feel of his $5,000 suits as he puts me to sleep. And I like it when Chris Walken reads me the bedtime stories at night when I'm going to sleep. Oh, oh Chris, you don't have to get out that bedtime story. I mean, I don't think that's what he was saying. Well, you know... I th- I think that uh, 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 Alan looks like he could go for a little nap. I mean, that, is that right, Alan? Yeah, it's actually absolutely uh, correct. Well, it's I about. Mean, it's, I'm trying to do a party, but I, well, all right. Well, I can't help it if it's that time. I'm gonna get cranky. Do you want me to get cranky? No. Okay. okay fine. I mean, I'm gonna get very cranky if you don't let me. <laughs> Are you okay with all of this, Jay? I mean, this seems weird to me. I feel like. Hollywood's a weird place. You, you see a lot of crazy stuff, you know? This, this is normal. This is a day-to-day normal thing for me. This is actually ordinary. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that is crazy. You're right. I mean, he's oh, Chris Walken really does have a book out now. I don't know where he pulled this thing from. Yeah, well, you know, one day, sometimes you, you take uh, you take an old Lincoln. I, I forgot what the year was. Uh, maybe it was like a 43. And uh, I, took, I took it out into the Nevada desert and... We did, we did a bunch of shrooms with the... Uh, what are you talking about, Jay? I never said anything about shrooms. What? I'm just saying, you know, you see, you do and see a lot of crazy stuff. Oh. You know. You're not, I mean, you're not tripping on shrooms right now, or you didn't need that before. This is all really happening. I mean, I haven't done any drugs. I'm seeing this. I, 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 Alan Rickman being rocked to sleep right now. Well, you know, he's actually done. He's out. He's out cold. But uh, I, I, had, I had a little brownie before I came here, and it's, it's starting to work. Your, your oh, ears are... Really long and pointing, and it's starting to turn a little shade of green. No, my ears. Are, well, I'm, I am sick. I hope my ears aren't turning green because of that. Because my doctor's not here, but I don't really 
think that's... No, Jay. It looks like your face is melting a little bit, too. No, my face isn't melting. Jay, don't touch my face, please. Stop. No, please, stop. I want to just... Your nose feels like 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 half cooked dough, like half cooked pizza dough. It's very interesting. Well, you almost sound like Christopher Walken when he's talking about pizza dough. There, you must really be high. Yeah. I, uh, I no, please. Can, oh, Jay, don't touch the man. Please, thank leave, you, leave the man can alone. You, can you help me out here? Can you thank not, you. I mean, come on, Jay. Well, I, 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 what? Jay, just don't touch. Don't you sound like my mom? I mean, I, I, I don't want to touch him. Right? No, all right. You're gonna get sick probably when you touch me because yeah. I'm sick. Here. Well, I'm a very inquisitive little man, and this is you're not a little man. You're a big man wearing a huge denim. Well, I everything. Feel, I feel you're like not I, little. I feel like I'm a little right. I feel like I shrunk down. Dude, you didn't shrink. What are you talking about? I, I'm pretty sure I'm shrinking down as we speak. No. I, oh, wait a minute. Actually, wow, you really is shrinking, Chris. Look, he's getting smaller. What's going on? Oh, wow. It's like I feel like I'm on the set of Honey I Shrunk the Lano. You know. Wow. Is that a movie? I never heard of that one. But. Well, in the midst of making it, Donald Trump is backing us uh, up. Good man. He's backing up the funding for it. Uh, we were going to do a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe, but Donald said that was in poor taste. He said, here, take my money. Oh, and he, okay, well, he's really getting small. I mean, he's going to get so small, he's going to disappear. You want to put him in your pocket or well, something? Yeah, how's the weather up there? It's, it's good, Jay. I mean, it's... This is like something straight out of Alice in Wonderland. Did he, he must have ate something weird here. Hey, this reminds me. Did you see that movie Ant-Man? With Paul Rudd? Uh, yeah, are you saying you're, a, you're an Ant-Man, Jay Leno? You have that technology? Uh, I don't know if I have super strength or not, but uh, I'll give that a whirl. I'll give that a try. Ow! <laughs> I, I, I just, I tried to pump through the electrical socket. You know? don't, don't do that. It's a bad idea, Jay. I, I wanted to see how the wiring worked. I, I love those kinds of things. No, Donald, stop rocking Ellen over there. Stop. No, don't move your foot. You're going to run into your... No, no, Donald, stop. Don't hey, I'll, I'll do what I want. I'm a big man. I know what I'm doing. No, you're going to step on Jay Leno. Stop. Oh, 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 you got me a little wet there, but you know, these, these wires are really... These wires look really interesting. Yeah! Oh, oh, God. Uh, Jay, did all I, right. Did I, did I just lose one of my supporters? Did I... You might have you, lost one of your biggest supporters. I think Jay Leno might be dead after that. Did you kill Jay Leno? I didn't kill him. He, he shrunk down, and then you almost stepped on him, and then he hit into an electrical wire or something. I don't know. Well, we're going to replay the cameras, and we're going to have a good investigation about this, because I don't like how you conduct business here, Mr. Drew. You don't like how I conduct business? No, I think it's You very, came in here. I didn't ask for this whole interview set up with a... You, I think he's very unprofessional. I think you try to set me up. I think you try to make a mockery of me. You killed Jay Leno. Now Christopher Walken is, uh, he, he's mentally scarred. He's in the corner crying. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Chris, I'm sorry. Don't, that scars you. I feel like you've seen crazier stuff. I just, I, I never saw anything like that. Yeah, I see a lot of weird shit. Oh, I guess I'm used to weird things happening around what? the studio. Poor Jay. Poor Jay, you have tissues. I need um, some tissues. Yeah, here, here you go, Chris. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, 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 wow. Well, you'll feel better later. Soft probably. and cottony. That yeah, feels good. Those are the triple ply tissues. We do one. a big in Studio B. I mean, I feel like, you know, Jay Leno's probably dead now. Even if he's not, I don't know how we're going to get him back to regular size. Alan Rickman is still fast sleeping through this whole thing. He's going to be, he's out for the night. Okay, so he's probably, I mean, is there. You can wake him up if you want and to let him know that Jay Leno died. I, mean, I don't want to be the one to bear that news to him. Are you kidding me? No. Well, yeah, he's not going to take it too well. They go way back. 
Oh, Jesus. Well, I mean, I, Donald, I think this is really all your fault. I mean, you're the one who brought everyone in here. I don't want to get sued now because people are dying in the studio. I want, I, Donald, I want you out of here. All I was trying to do is make America great. I don't know why you got you to gotta point fingers at me and you got to tell me that I'm the one responsible. It's all my fault. Yeah, I am never going to tell you that. I'm just going to, you know, I think you're out of line. How about that? What do you think of that? I think I'm in line right now. I'm, I'm well in line, and it's my right as an American to tell you oh, to get out of whoa, my studio. Whoa, Donald. whoa, whoa. You're going to use the American card on me, Buster? That's right, Donald. Don? You're going to use that on Donald. me, pal? Yeah, I'm using the 90. I'm the ultimate American. You're not even half as American as me. Did you execute and wipe out a whole tribe of people? I don't think so. Not on my <laughs> No, wife. of course not. No, that's as American as it gets, baby. If you're not on board with that, then you can go home. Wait, are you saying you wiped out a whole tribe of people? My forefathers did when they got here and they landed, uh, you know, with the Mayflower and all that. You had ancestors that were on the Mayflower, the Pilgrim. Absolutely. And you're claiming responsibility for their actions. That was hundreds of years ago. If I was, in, what my if I was in their boots and pantaloons, I would have done the same thing. Wouldn't even think twice. You are wearing, like, pilgrim. I just noticed you are wearing, like, pilgrim boots and pantaloons. Is that the reason? That, yeah, uh, because I want to show that I'm willing to do what my forefathers did. I'm going to go above and beyond. And they, they were the ones that made big, sac- big sacrifices, big time. Did tremendous things. Huge. And that's what I'm willing to do. I'll wipe out a whole generation of people if I have to make this country great again. I'll put up walls bigger than China. And I love China. I think we should model what we do with China. All right, Donald. You know what? Just, just keep, sit there and keep talking about China and all that. I, I'm just going to talk to Chris for a second. You know, I'll just, just find whatever you all right, do. All right. I'll do that. Hey, Chris. Chris Walker. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, baby? Listen, uh, I want to just talk to you. Right? We got to whisper. I don't want Donald to hear. What are you guys talking about over there? No, nothing. Just, um, you know... You got more more pretzels? pretzels. Yeah, we do. Go get the pretzels. Oh, great. Uh, Listen, Chris. Yeah. You got to help me out here. Yeah, sure. I know you like Trump and everything, but you're making a mistake here. He's not a good guy. He took... I, I found about? out that he said he loves my movies. Maybe, maybe he's probably lying. But anyway, he purposely, I just found out, he's the one who gave Jay Leno that shrinking potion. Apparently, he had them all the money to have that developed. And he purposely did it wait, wait. to kill Jay to get sympathy for his campaign. That's, that's what happened. That's insane. No, that's, that's insane. That's insane. That's what happened. You saw it. I mean, well, you got to help me get, take care of this guy. We got to get him. Got to get him out of here. Let me get this straight. You mean to tell me he put a shrink, a shrink potion? Yeah. In right. Leno's brownie, in his pot brownie. Yeah, in his so denim he's... jacket pot brownie. Wow, there's a lot to process. I know, but it's what happened. You gotta, we gotta get rid of him. Come on, for the good of the country, please help me out. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. What, what's your plan, Big Shot? <sighs> All right. So you're a big fan of Holes, right? Yeah, I love that movie. All right. So you just um, talk to Donald for a minute, just distract him. I'm gonna go dig a big hole outside this, the corner right there, and then uh, then we'll lead him over to the hole, and one of us will knock him over the head with the shovel and knock him in the hole, and we'll just. Bury him alive. That's a grand plan. You're, I'm on you're board. Down. I'm right. on board. All right, go. Uh, talk. Sounds, Actually, like it, sounds like it would have taken years. You know what? Planning. Why don't you? Can you dig the hole? I'll, I'll, I'll get you. Yeah, sure. All right. All right. Hey, Trump. Uh, I mean, Donald. Yeah. You. Uh, I'm sorry. That's the last of the pretzels. Oh wow. You know. You know they got a lot of pretzels. What? Uh, what China. Really? They love. Oh yeah. They. They saw the Germans uh, make it. They said, "Wow, you guys, you do it great." 
we might not do things great. We, you know, we're good with technology. Why don't we go with pretzels? Then next thing you knew, they were, they were making pretzels left and right at the Wazoo. It was like a, a German wonderland in China. Okay, and that's why you want to go to China to get their pretzels? Well, it's just it's another reason why we should do what they do. They're, they're just so good at modeling what other people do. Oh, well, that's interesting. Hey, um, why don't we take a walk? You know, I think actually... I think I saw, I, I did have a bag of these Chinese pretzels lying around. Oh, I think, ooh. There. I think they're right over here. Oh, yeah, okay. And, uh, if you, oh no, look, yeah, look over that way. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Oh. Uh, I mean, uh, look this, uh, I mean this way. Oh, okay, okay. Right. So, yeah, sure. All right. right. Chris, hit the show, Chris. All right, all right, I got him, I got him. Boom! Oh, oh, wow. Oh, he's still up. I don't get my hair, my hair softened the blow. Hit <laughs> him again, man. Right. I'll go for a start. I'm sorry, big guy. Yeah! Oh! Oh! Oh, I'm dying! Alright, let me just throw him in Oh! Oh my god. Oh, why? Why? Alright, Chris, wow. you know, I think we did the right thing there. America's wow. better for it. Alan Rickman is still fast asleep. I can't believe I didn't wake up through this whole thing. It's unbelievable. What a day. Wow. I mean, you know, guy running for president gets uh, whacked over the head with a shovel, survives it, gets whacked in the sternum, gets buried. Jay Leno shrinks down <laughs> and gets electrocuted in a socket. And Alan Rickman just slips through a hole. Alan Rickman missed the whole whole thing. Wow. What a day. I mean, he looks comfortable there, Rickman. I think we should just leave him in the studio. He's, he's in a fetal position in an adult-sized bassinet. Wow. He is. I don't know where that bassinet came from. I, I thought that was yours. Wow. Oh, maybe Padnam left it there. Mm. How about this, Chris? I'm having a good time. Now, why don't we? Get, I want to keep this thing going. Let's go catch the next game. What do you say? I'm, I'm totally on board. I would like nothing better. All right. Well, let's do it. I mean, that's going to be it for Brooklyn Rebound today. Yeah, let's, let's uh, catch Scotty Pippen. Yeah, we'll, we'll watch Pippen. I'm sure he's playing uh, for the next later. Uh, all right. Or, or the guy with uh, all the tattoos and piercings. <laughs> I mean, that could be a lot of people. I think you're talking about. The original. You, yeah. you know. I think I know what you're talking about, but it's not here. I'm just going to wrap up the show here. Yeah, so please uh, subscribe to Brooklyn Rebound. Of course, iTunes, wherever you can get it. Please go to Podboys Productions Facebook page and like that. P-O-D-B-O-Y-Z Productions. Also that same thing. Podboys Productions at Gmail. Of course, listen to our Misters Irrelevant podcasts. And uh, listen to Pod Parallels podcasts. All the Podboys podcasts. And... Uh, and we'll be back next time for another episode. Peace, we're out. Chris, wait up. No, I'm calling Chris. Wait. All right, I'm out the door. All right, goodbye.